Hello everyone, welcome to the third talk on this uh, theology of the body. God through the body. Stamped in our human bodies is this amazing capacity to reveal God to the world. Um, this is what Christianity is truly about, is how the soul in the state of grace, filled with the light of the Holy Spirit, like the Blessed Mother, right? Our souls conceive God and then God is revealed and expressed. God is love expressed through our bodies. Um, so just to continue our uh, conversation on this theology of the body, um, as I said last time on in the second talk was this call to again be humble in our need to ask for help. Like we divorce the body from God. And that's why we make an idol of the human body in our sexuality. See, when you separate creation from the Creator, you end up worshiping creation. Read Romans. Read the first chapter of Romans. And what you're going to see is that same point. You know, they, they gave up God to worship the creature rather than the Creator. And God gave them over to their disordered desires. And, and you look at our culture and our world and look at just everyday television, you know, flip through the channels. It's all about, again, the glorification, not of God, but of sex, um, money, power. Um, this is the result of original sin. And again, it's important to see the light in the dark, the lies in the truth, because if, if you don't, it's probably maybe because you're wrapped into the lies or you're wrapped into the dark. And this is why we need the church. Again, like, if you think, I mean, this this is just like a side note, but if you think you're going to make it to heaven without the church, you can't. That would be like a soldier saying, I'm going to make it without the rest of the members of my platoon. You're not going to make it across the battlefield unless you have backup, unless you have help, unless you have brothers and sisters that care about you, that are going to encourage you and challenge you, that you can be brought into this life of grace because how do we receive grace through the sacraments through prayer through the church um it's so easy to be you know think of think of the discovery channel how do the lions kill the gazelles they single them out from the rest of the herd if a gazelle gets singled out they're dead they're going to be eaten and the Bible even says the devil prowls about like a roaring lion, seeking souls to devour, resist him solid in your faith. Faith in what? Your faith comes through the, the Word. How do we get the Word of God? Through the church. The Bible didn't come before the church. The church came before the Bible. The church is the one who is called by God, inspired by God, to compile which books of the Bible belong in it and which books don't. And so... That's just a footnote kind of to what we're saying is we need humility. We need obedience to Mother Church if we're going to really experience the full glory of our masculinity, femininity, and our humanity. So again, theology, body, education on being human, right? So we go to the eye doctor, right, to correct our, our physical vision. How about correcting our spiritual vision? You know, what do you see when you see a woman's body or a man's body? What do you see? Do you see God's plan or do you just see human flesh? Do you see um, objects to be used? Um, do you see a mother or father? Like, What do you see when you look at your body, when you look at another's body, um, when you see the complementarity of the sexes? What do you see? 
Like, what is God speaking through the body to you and I? Because He is speaking. And He's speaking of this profound, amazing mystery. As it says in um, kind of the summary of the whole theology, the body, um, it says, The body, in fact, and only the body, is capable of making visible what is invisible, the spiritual and the divine. It has been created to transfer into the visible reality of the world the mystery hidden from eternity in God and thus to be a sign of it. Just to real quickly break that down, what does that mean? The body is capable of making visible what is invisible, the spiritual and the divine. Meaning what? It says here, it's been created to transfer into the visible reality of the world the mystery hidden from eternity in God. So, this mystery hidden in eternity from God is kind of the heart of theology body. This mystery is revealed through the body of man and woman. What is this mystery? It's the mystery of heaven. What's going on in heaven? The God-man, Jesus, is one with his bride, the church. It's the nuptial spousal analogy. Our bodies, even all the men and women that have been married before Christ's coming, point to Christ's love for the church. Every man and woman married after Christ and the church point back to Christ in the church. Because there's one marriage. It's Christ in the church. It's the only marriage that lasts for eternity. As the Bible says, when you die, you're not going to be given in marriage anymore and taken in marriage. There's one marriage in heaven, the marriage of the Lamb. So, to the degree that you conform your life to Christ in the church, you'll experience the full glory of marriage and family. To the degree you're not conformed to Christ in the church, you'll experience not being in heaven. You'll experience, you know, if it's really bad, it can be a beginning of hell on earth. It can be a beginning of total selfishness, self-absorption, total loneliness and isolation, total, how can I get something from this rather than how can I give and respect and reverence the mystery. So marriage is about us serving the mystery of God and man meaning serving the mystery of God loving humanity, Christ loving the church, bridegroom Christ loving the church, Christ the new Adam loving the new Eve, the church, right? This is the mystery that marriage is meant to serve because this is the only mystery that will resound and last for all eternity. Everything else will pass. And so if we want our love between husband and wife to go on forever into eternity as a song of praise, then we need to surrender to God's plan, okay? And so we need to ask for, again, that spiritual vision to correct our vision um, that God will help us to see uh, what He wants us to see. Okay, so so the world has basically two, vi or the world has a vision, the secular vision of the world is, it's all about the body, to the neglect of the soul. So it's more the body, more animalistic, indulged, promiscuity, pornography, etc. Um, and the secular world often wants to rid itself, right, of the Christian sexual ethic because it sees the Christian sexual vision or the Christian vision as all about the soul, the body's bad. It's very angelistic, repressive, and rigoristic. Like Christianity, you know, it's boring, it's a downer, it's, you know... All sex is bad. You know, it's not good. But this is not the true Christian vision. The true Christian vision, again, the theology of the body gives us a fresh look at the human body. 
So as I was saying before, you know, the body expresses the soul. The body expresses the person. So sex is very good. Amazingly good. That's why the church protects it from being um, degraded by the, 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 the vision the world wants to present for it. Which basically is locking into worshiping the creature rather than the creator. And again, only grace, like, you know, there's a lot of ideas I know, but only grace can really enflesh these truths in us. This is why Jesus came into the world, because we can't do this without His grace. Think of a car without gasoline. It ain't going anywhere, right? Well, human beings without grace, we're going to eventually... We're going we're gonna to eventually just, we default to the flesh, right? We start worshiping the world, the flesh, and the devil. And so we need strength. This is kind of kind of brings out, doesn't it? It brings out the spiritual warfare dimension, doesn't it? Um, so again, you know, think of your body. Think of the gift you are. Think of the gift of your masculinity or femininity. Think of what it means to be created in the image and likeness of God. Think about, again... Like, why are you here? You know, what's the meaning of your life? What's the meaning of human existence? What's your purpose? Why'd God make you male or female? And in a nutshell, as I said, the human body and it alone is capable of revealing heaven on earth. And this is what our vocation ultimately is. This is what holiness is, is to reveal God through the body. Think of your body as an icon. When people look at it, they should like, peer into the eternal. They should see heaven. They should see God's plan stamped. And this is, again, can be in a very, very clear way expressed through how we dress. Just a simple way to really heighten our reverence for the body and sexuality so that we can call people higher, call them into prayer, through the body rather than into lusting and, you know, misusing and abusing and basically short-circuiting God's will, which is to really bring us to heaven. So may God bless you, strengthen you, and may these words encourage you and, and give you some food for thought in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.